I mean, you could search for decades to find something like this and never find it. It was just, I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. It was thousands of skaters, maybe 15,000 throughout the entire area. That was David Miles Jr., also known as the godfather of skate here in the city. I'm Jeff, and this is Storied San Francisco. In this podcast, David traces his own story back to his childhood, which he spent in Kansas City. His mom remarried, moved to San Francisco, and kept urging her son to join her. After a brutal winter in KC, David made the leap. He tells us all about his arrival here, starting to roller skate, and meeting the woman who eventually became his wife and the mother of his children. Join us Thursday for part two and the story of the founding of the Church of Eight Wheels. Here's David. My family's made up of every race on the planet almost. Uh, being in Kansas City, that uh, was good life. We had a good time, you know, with roller skating. Well, I wasn't really a roller skater then. It was my sisters mm. that went skating. I'm actually a high school dropout. Okay. Uh, I went into the military and all that, and I've always been trying to get out of Kansas City. So, <laughs> but you know, I, 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 I'm a very lucky person. Um, I'm driven to do the things that I do. I, I've always been like the kind of guy that doesn't follow. I'm not trying to do what you're doing. I'm trying to find me and what I'm doing. And it's uh, served me pretty well. I, my, on, I, you know, both sides of my family, they go way back to, uh, well, my grandparents are Irish and Indian, and my dad is black from the South. Mm. And uh, on my dad's family, they're very religious. Mm. Uh, I, my cousin, uh, Natasha DeJanae, she's one of the leading experts on uh, climate change and oh, wow. stuff like that. And on the other side of my family, um, Ronald McNair was a black astronaut that died on a space shuttle. Oh, I know that name, yeah. And uh, he's my cousin. Okay. And um, These were know, all folks in Kansas City? Like, did you have a big extended family well, there? Well, they... Well, my dad's side, they were in Birmingham, Alabama, but we all lived in Kansas City. Yeah. And um, my, my grandparents came from Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a place called McGee, Mississippi. Everybody's McGee. Yeah, and so my family, the McGee McNair family, oh, that's wow. where Ronald McNair is part of that side of our family. Right. And so, all you know, my family basically uh, in Mississippi, they were at the what is that Piney Wood School is a, a prestigious uh, Lutheran based school, mm-hmm. and so they've always been associated with Lutheran Church and. Um, Last time I went to Kansas City, the church was doing pretty bad, and I'm like, "Oh well, maybe <laughs> yeah. I could maybe I could uh, create a skate event and help everybody." But it just kind of took me back to all those days where uh, that church started my my aunt's basement, then they got a, um, a storefront, and then they got this is a church in Santa Barbara. It looks exactly, oh, wow. it's like the same architect must have mm-hmm. done it. Uh, Lutheran church there and then they got this uh, later on they got this big stone uh, church it used to be it was like the white uh, Presbyterian church 
across the street from the Baptist church. <laughs> a lot of churches uh, back then. And I guess everybody just got too old and all those places are now like either empty or barely used or in escrow, you know. Yeah, future skating rinks of America. Exactly, for me. <laughs> yeah. But my, my story is really, uh, I'm not unlike a lot of people, everybody, you know, everybody has struggles, everybody has uh, issues. My mom, uh, she raised four kids by herself, going to nursing school, at the same time working at Safeway. Dang. I used to help her with her homework and stuff. Oh, right. Uh, you know, just to get her to, you know, concentrate, I couldn't do anything. Right. Um, but, yeah, she was the second ever... Uh, person to graduate from the nursing school in St. Luke's. St. Luke's is oh, wow. uh, the premier hospital in Kansas City. Yeah. And uh, back when I was a kid, you know, the football teams, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, George Brett, all these guys, uh, baseball, they, right. when they went to the hospital, they went to oh, St. Luke's. Okay. So she got me autographs from oh, Len Dawson, yeah. from Otis Taylor, yeah. from all these big, in uh, the first Super Bowl guys. And, uh, you know, I always felt I was really lucky for that. Yeah. Satchel Page, uh-huh. he lived a block from where I lived as a kid. I used to empty his hey, trash. What? I was a kid that would go to your house and go, hey, you need any work done? Right. You know, you didn't even empty trash, you didn't even do anything. And, uh, you know, I was always, always kind of like that. I was always trying to do things, yeah. and make things happen that ain't supposed to happen. <laughs> um, that, that'll come in handy later. <laughs> yeah, but as far as that. Do you know how your parents met? My dad was a chiropractor. He was like, I don't know how they met, though. That's fine. Uh, and my, my, my mom was a nurse, always wanted to be a nurse. She was a licensed practical nurse, uh, I remember as a kid. But they divorced when I was like seven, six. Mm. And you grew up with your mom? And yeah. Your, and your, they your was siblings. in a home for a year. Okay. Uh, the first grade, all of that in the summer. Uh, I remember that. My dad dropped us off there. Like, hey, I'll be back to pick you up, son. So, yeah, he came. No, he never came back. My mom mm-hmm. came got us. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did not have that uh, fatherly uh, son right. relationship. We didn't have talks or anything. We didn't, uh, we didn't interact at all. He came by once a week, gave my mom 33 bucks. Uh, and then he would give me and my two sisters a qu- a dollar. Now, who gets the extra penny? It's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, I should get it. I'm the only son. Yeah. Well, my sister, she's older. She's the oldest. Mm. Well, then my other sister, she's the baby. So, if you could take it. <laughs> yeah, that, was the, that was the kind of, which is really strange because my kids, they are into what I'm into. Mm. They're taking over the roller disco at Burning Man. Awesome. They're building uh, uh, the, the the EDC events and stuff like that. Uh, they work here. They're we're all into it, and they tell me how proud they are of everything. And I'm like, wow, that's great. And I'm like, I never had that talk with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I never want to do what my dad did. Yeah. But I also don't hero worship really. Yeah. I, I don't. Uh, I think everybody puts their pants on one leg at a time, no matter what, color, race, creed, sexual orientation, whatever. We all are pretty cool people. Mm-hmm. 
So you grew up with your mom and your siblings, yeah? You're, yeah. Um, you're the only boy, so three sisters? Yep. Dang. The women raised me. Yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> what was that like? And and if you don't mind, just you don't have to say your age if you don't want to, but like when when what what decade or so was this that you grew up? I grew up in the sixties. Okay. Uh, the sixties. Uh, in Kansas City. Yep, Kansas City. What riots, was that like? All that. It was. I used to think it was normal. <laughs> sure, it's what you know, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know. I uh, I remember not knowing anything about Jewish people mm-hmm. or anything until this guy at the liquor store. Uh, one of the things I used to do to make money was to get sodas, bottles. And uh, he would always take them from me and mm-hmm. give me money for them. Mm-hmm. And so I, I thought he was the coolest guy in the world. <laughs> and then one day I went in there and they says, oh, you like that Jew guy, huh? And I'm like, Jew guy? What's that? Yeah. Um, and then I, I, you know, I did not really relate to that again until I came to San Francisco. Hmm. In Kansas City, there's only like three kinds, well, four kinds of people. There's blacks, there's whites, there's Spanish, and then there's Italians. Hmm. And, you know, those are the only kind of people you see or know. And I was always curious about people. I'm always, I'm that guy where uh, you come, a girl came from uh, Dominican, from uh, what was the island she was from? But she could only speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. And so everybody was like, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, I talked to her. Mm-hmm. And so I started, you know, I, I, I'm like inclusive. Hey, welcome to our school. You know, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And, um, that's how it always was for our whole family in yeah. our neighborhood. We, it, you didn't, it wasn't like you are this and you are that. It's more like, Hey, we go to the same school. Hey, uh, we, we shop in the same place. Hey, how you doing? Want to want to come hang out with us? Yeah. And um, well, you said you don't really think of yourself as in any one box or following any one rules. So you probably give that generosity to other people too, right? Well, that's kind of how it always was. Yeah. And uh, do you think that's because of your parent, like your mom, or the, what do you think? Well, like I said, my 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 grandparents. Okay, my on all everybody on the uh, on my grandparents, my mom's side of the family is very light skinned people. Mm-hmm. Well, many of them you can't tell if they're black or white or what. So, I remember being at the store as a kid and my grandmother with me and the people whispering, "What's she doing with that little black kid?" Oh God! And right. uh, you know, that's my grandmother. What yeah. you talking about? <laughs> Uh, so we always um, we always just lived with on that. Mm-hmm. My grandparents couldn't get married in a church because right. the people wouldn't allow it. Right. Uh, they had to get married. I think it was in the rain. They said, and it it, it rained on them, and it was they couldn't. They were going to get married anyway. Yeah. They, my grandparents are probably the biggest influence on me because my grandfather was a porter on the railroad, Kansas City Southern. Okay. And he ended up the vice president of the railroad mm. uh, we, you know, when he passed. Mm-hmm. And my grandmother, uh, they were, you heard of the Hallmark cards, right? Oh, yeah. The halls there in Kansas City. Oh. My grandmother used to work in their kitchen. Dang. And so my grandfather didn't like that. And so he had her 
He bought her a house, put her in that house, and he would travel, you know, all the time on the train. On the train, yeah, yeah. But she didn't have to work, and she didn't have to work for the halls and stuff like that. That was kind of the environment that it was in. I, I, I try to do the same for Rose. Yeah. So you so you grew up with, and are those your mom's parents or your dad's parents? My mom's parents. Got it. So you grew up pretty close to them. I just now, uh, since I've been in San Francisco, got more in touch with my father's side of the family. Okay. Uh, I did not know them except for once when we was really small. My parents were breaking up. They was deciding whether to have us go to the... I'm sorry, I, said, I might have said Mississippi. I would have to go to Alabama, Birmingham, mm -hmm. or Kansas City. Mm -hmm. And I think that when they drove us down there in a 62 Ford Falcon, yeah, Ooh. I remember that. Oh, <laughs> dang. Because <coughs> I'm in the car going, Kathy, where are we going? Where, where, where are we going? <laughs> anyway, um, I don't know what happened there with that, but uh, they took us back to Kansas City. But recently, uh, my that... Uh, my cousin sent me pictures of that building, and it was in. And I distinctly remember it because the uh, Birmingham Steel building mm. was close by, and I remember being a little kid looking over there at the fire coming up out of the smokestacks. And I don't know what it all is. Um, maybe my dad owns it or has something in it. I'm never going there. Yeah. I'm never. Uh, I'm never uh, uh, want anything to do with that. I don't want to go to the South, period. Mm -hmm. uh, I love California. I don't need to go anywhere. Uh, San Francisco, if I don't, well, if I want to go to another part of town, uh, another country, I can just go to another part of town. Yeah. And there you go. Yeah. And, um, but. So, but you got in touch with your dad's family recently? Well, I got a, a really good relationship with Natasha. And they have tried to reach out to me. Uh, I just don't like traveling. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, they might still be in Alabama, though, uh, yeah. because, like I said, they're a very religious family. They have uh, ministers in their family, a church that is, has following. And uh, it's not that, you know, I'm a heathen or anything, but I'm kind of. <laughs> you're, you're not like them. No, I don't. Different. So the point was, um, you didn't. You really mostly grew up with your mom's family. Yeah, uh, yeah. My not mom raised us, and. Yeah. Uh, my her parents, my grandparents, those are the ones I know, and those are the ones that uh, I have a relationship with, mm -hmm. and I recognize uh, the other part of my family, and I'm proud of them as well. They have reached out to me, and they were for real. They weren't like uh, the head of the family had passed, and they called me, and I I wanted to feel, you know, that. But I just, you know, all the years, you know, I'm 65 now. Mm -hmm. uh, this happened, I must have been 60, 58, something like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know, after all these years, what? There's nothing there. Uh, I, want, I want there to be. Right. But personally... It's me and Rose against the world. <laughs> That's how I roll. You said you were in the army, dropped out of high school. Oh yeah. So, but and and you can share those stories by all means. But I want to know what it was that brought you to San Francisco. How did you get here in the first place? <laughs> well, I had been in Kansas City doing pretty good, and uh, I was a bricklayer there. There, there's a lot of brickwork. Yeah. 
And so uh, I was to the point where I was getting my own jobs and not just dependent upon the union. And my mom, she had fell in love, re-fell in love with her high school sweetheart, Melvin Lloyd. Okay. Hooey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she came out here to San Francisco, uh, and that's where she found that he was here. Okay. And so Kansas City is a place you leave. Yeah. You know, and so she hooked up with him again, and they got married. And how old were you around this time? 20. Okay. And so I was, I was basically taking care of my sisters. I was paying her rent. I was buying clothes for my nieces and nephews. I was, it was not an issue for me. I've never been a guy from money and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I take care of mine, you know. And so it just got really, really cold one year. It was really cold. Mm-hmm. It was like below zero every day. Mm-hmm. You can't work. Mm-hmm. And so I was on unemployment. And I was just kind of dissatisfied, tired of this. How long can I do this? I need my own life. And my mom was out here going, come to California. (laughs) It's great in California. Oh, you can do this and you can do that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I like Kansas City. And then did I you got, already did you already have a, a an idea of California? I feel uh, like people who are not from here might have well, an idea. Well, once I did through uh, movies and TV and what. When I was in Job Corps, uh, I stayed with a family in South Dakota, and I graduated, and I stayed there a little longer, and so I don't know what we was thinking about. A bunch of us was going to get together. We was going to go from from Rapid City to Omaha, where somebody lived there, and then to Kansas City because I need to get all my stuff, which I had very little. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we was going to go to California, mm-hmm. like some movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we got to Omaha. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I got a little job in Omaha, working, every, getting paid every day you work a day. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, after that, uh, I went home. I shouldn't have went home. And my, uh, they convinced me to stay. And ever since then, I just, I'm working and all, but I'm like, oh, I don't know. This is not cool. Mm-hmm. So my, my mom's telling me, come to California. Come to California. And pretty soon, it starts to sound pretty good. Yep. So it got really cold. I couldn't work. I had that last unemployment check, and I'm like, this is enough to go to California. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and I, I thought about it. I couldn't keep doing this. So I got that one-way bus ticket. I remember uh, my ex-girlfriend there, uh, I told her, I was, you ever heard that thing, hey, I'm going to go get a pack of cigarettes. I'll be right back. Oh, yeah. And I told her that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll be right back. I'm just going to the store. Uh, oh, this bag is, I'm just, this is a laundry. Mm-hmm. And I got, a dude took me to the bus station. I yes. came all the way. I just said, forget it. Let's, let's give it a shot. Yeah. And I'll never forget that. You got to think of it like, especially the part. When I first got here, I did not know, okay? I did not know that the Golden Gate Bridge was in San Francisco. Okay. I didn't care about them things. Who cares? Yeah. You know. You knew I, what it was. You just didn't know where. I heard of it. I knew care. what it was. Yeah. I, yeah. All that. Yeah. But then when I, when the bus came, uh, Vallejo, 
you know, I had, I knew nothing about Bay Area, nothing. Yep. It was never like, oh, I can't wait to get to San Francisco. I just, I come from Vallejo, and I'm like, bridge? What is this, a river? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so as we get closer, and you come to the Bay Bridge, mm-hmm. I'm like, I've, I've seen this. And then you look over, there's another bridge. I'm like, nah. <laughs> but here's the most disappointing thing. You come across, and the bus drops you off on 7th and Market. Yep. 7th, I'm what the? <laughs> I mean, there's, there's just bums, and, and, you know, they had a jack-in-the-box. We don't have jack-in-the-box back there. I wouldn't got one, because I'm always trying to eat what they eat. And that was the worst piece of food <laughs> I ever ate in my life. It well, tastes like a, a, it tastes like dog food. Welcome to San Francisco. <laughs> and this was before they redid. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm like, I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. And so my, uh, uh, the, but the reason why, yeah, my mom was, the reason why I even jumped on this bus. My stepfather now, uh, Melvin Lloyd, which wasn't my favorite guy in the whole wide world because you know, I'm young, you know, mm-hmm. this is my mom. Mm-hmm. So no guy would have been good enough. Right. And so uh, he takes me on a little drive tour of San Francisco. Which consisted of first going out of downtown, then going to Van Ness. I remember that distinctly. All the car dealerships yep. were there. Yeah. Uh, we went close to Golding Park, but not to the park. Not yet. And then he took me where he hangs out. It's called Double Rock. It's like where gangsters of the past that are now old hang out and reminisce on the good old days. Mm. Uh, the what part of town is strip, that? Uh, close to Hunter's Point. Okay. Uh, Third Street. Uh, it's a like a street behind Third Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he took me to his cousin's house, which was on a super steep hill. Yeah, yeah. This, this is ridiculously steep. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's like, why do they let people build a house on a hill like this. Yeah. And you could see the fog coming. That was pretty cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but I'm a very, we, uh, we lived in Daly City. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was infatuated with BART. Yep. With BART, you can go and see things and you still get home. And so, <laughs> I'm like, I, I always went to Swope Park in Kansas City. Swope Park was, was everything. You go out there, you party at a swimming pool, all that other stuff. And so, I looked, this I'll go to Gate Park. I'm like, Let me go out here and see this Golden Gate Park. I, I, uh, I remember the 21 Hayes stops at 6. And so I got off a block before the ending, and I walked into the park. Mm-hmm. And so I walked up. There's a little shack, and you come out by the Conservatory of Flowers. It was a beautiful day. It was, this was in uh, February. But it was really warm, like 70 degrees, which I'm just chuckling about That's because part of it, it's yeah. freezing in Kansas City. Yep. I'm like, God, I'm glad I came here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Was this like 77 this or so? This was 79. 79, okay. This was uh, February okay. of 79. Okay. I remember that distinctly because I remember the exact day, uh, March the 1st, of seeing the park mm. with, on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. So this was, a, I was, this was like a weekday. I just came out. I didn't know. Roller skating had never entered my mind. Oh. And so I went to the conservatory and saw what people were doing. They were basically 
laying out in the grass, kind of. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, let me try that. I went down, okay, one, <laughs> two, that's enough. <laughs> so when I get up, uh, I saw four people go by on rental skates. And I'm like, wow, that's, that's great. You can skate out here? Yeah, don't get in trouble for it. Because mm-hmm. my version of skating in Kansas City was to take my sister's skates. We lived on a hill, but wasn't like these hills. And we would skate down the hill, ruin their wheels, all of that. But that was fun, me and my friends. Mm-hmm. And so I asked him, I'm like, where, where are you rent skates at? And they'd go, oh, man, you can go here and there and there. On Sundays, there's, like, rental trucks and all. And have you ever been here? I'm like, no. Nah. So if you come on Sundays, man, the, the streets close. The traffic, there's thousands of roller skaters. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll come out this Sunday. I couldn't wait. Yeah. I came out that Sunday. And if you ever see The Wizard of Oz, you know, uh, it's black and white, mm-hmm. Dorothy and them running around, and then the uh, tornado comes and, and it lands on the witch there in, in Oz. And then when she opens the door, yep. it's all full color. And people are dancing, dun, 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 all that stuff. That's what it was like. It That's was like, like the best analogy I've ever heard about. I mean, obviously not your initial coming to San Francisco, but that's like when you arrived. That's when I that's when you arrived. Discovered, yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, you could search for decades to find something like this and never find it. Yeah, it was just I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. It was thousands of skaters. Yeah, maybe fifteen thousand. Jeez, throughout the entire area. Yeah, it was. It was. I'd never seen anything like it before. Uh, there were some hippie family-like people that were selling these big giant weed cookies. Uh, they would have like a cooler and a little sign. There was nothing to eat. There was no concession stands. Yeah. Or, well, they did have Pond and Hum. Uh, they were a concessionaire, but they had a truck that would be down the street. Mm-hmm. Other than that, there was no rules. There was no, well, this is the skate spot. It was just people skating there were vendor trucks along uh fulton that would rent skates they just drive up put up a sign rental skates and would rent out it was it was it was great i mean for our younger listeners because i'm i'm a little we're both we're both around a little bit younger than you anyway like roller skating was the biggest freaking thing in in the time you're talking about right well, it was like a way was, of life you know how you have the big tiktok thing going down roller skating right yeah well back then it was that and roller skating was the thing it yeah. was it was the thing to do the place to be and but and I, it, was bi- it was big everywhere also. it was big everywhere but it started getting banned yeah and <laughs> uh, and, okay, I started skating. Uh, this was okay. I, March the first was a Sunday, mm-hmm. and so on the seventh, I did not know this, but the Chronicle had came out on the first. Oh. My first day in the park, the news comes out, <laughs> and they show pictures of all these people roller skating. And uh, I have on the Church of Eight Will site, you can see those those pictures are there. The, uh, awesome news articles from way back. Awesome and. Um, uh, the roller derby people were there, the uh, the people jumping over people and all that. And if you could, it's just like a, a it's like a wonderland. And yeah. It was free. It was inclusive. It was every type of person under the sun. Nobody with access to grind. Nobody, uh, no anger, no, no negativity. Just 
hey, how are you? Are you skating? Well, hey, come skate with us. All ages, too? All ages, yeah. all colors, all sizes, yeah. all everything that you could determine as different amongst people right. was, was there in the park. Yeah. And the beautiful thing is it's like that today. Yeah. To this very day, yep. it's like that. But that, that, that was magic. Uh, I was hooked. I'm, I'm, I'm there every day. Yeah. You know, I, I would skate. Um, we eventually moved from Daly City to uh, uh, Visitation Valley. Mm -hmm. And I would skate from Visitation Valley to Golden Gate Park in 45 minutes. Whoa, okay. You know, I had different routes that we would go. You know, you know uh, O'Shaughnessy? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Try to skate up O'Shaughnessy. And uh, yeah. That's, that's how you I'm get good. these. <laughs> you know, that's how you get those muscle legs. Yeah. You, know, you don't have to go to the gym. You know, just try skating up that hill every day. Or uh, even coming to the 19th Avenue side, you know, when you skate 19th Avenue and you're coming down, there's a series of houses that interconnect the concrete. Mm. And you can just mm -hmm. ride it out. Skateboarders mm -hmm. know what I'm talking about. I was gonna, I knew it from skating, from watching yeah. skate videos as a, when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, that was, those were, this is what you did every single day. Dang. Now I do it every day and get paid. <laughs> 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 I had to make it my job. Uh, I had to. You know, when, when we were first doing that, I don't know, this might this be segueing into something else. That's fine. But uh, they were going to ban roller skating in the park. Uh, the rest Still in 79 or? This was in 79. Okay. Um, this is. Going back to everything's controversial in San Francisco, right? Oh, yeah. As it's, we're sitting there partying asking, yeah. and, and playing music, you have your boom bosh. How many people use D-sized batteries? Oh, you right. Think, you yeah. think any young people know what a D-sized battery no. is? No. Uh, but you used to have 10 of them in yep. your boombox, <laughs> yep. you know. And uh, a lot of people look at that and go, those heathen guys on their, on their uh, dangerous roller skates. They're uh, having too much fun. We almost Shut ran over down. Diane Feinstein once. Oh. Totally accidental. I mean, you know, you, you got to look where you're going. <laughs> you know, you, you, yeah. thousands of people skating here. I know you're used to, you're, you know, big shot and all that. But when she was mayor? Yeah. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not just them, mainly the, the institutions in the part of the Young Museum, California Arts and Sciences. Um, our first hangout was in the bandshell. Oh, yeah. Uh, the concourse. Right, the, um, right by the museums. Yeah. Mm -hmm. on, the, on both sides of those, they had smooth uh, asphalt. Mm -hmm. And we would skate and jump off the stairs and then jump off the next stairs. And people would watch and crowd and see us doing that. And so they wanted to ban roller skating from there because these, you know, radical people on wheels mm -hmm. knocking down little old ladies and, and mm -hmm. running over little babies which never happened <laughs> yeah. it never happened we never hit anybody uh yeah. well uh, <laughs> <laughs> um within reason put it that way yeah, yeah. uh we're going to talk about uh this uh, um what is this uh attitude called um vision zero Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about that one day. Yeah. And uh, you'll be surprised at my thing. But anyway, uh, me and Rose, uh, I met Rose at Golden Gate Park roller skating. Uh, I, I remember the exact day. You know, it's like uh, I had only been in San Francisco for a few months. And um, she and her friends, there was three other girls that she was with. Hey, you know me and my guys. Hey, check it out. You know, what's up with that? Yeah. And so I just saw her. She was really small. And uh, the other girl she was with thought that she was just the hottest girl to ever, you know, put roller skates on. And so we just crossed her off, nah. <laughs> and um, 
But I just told the guys, let's see, see that short one there? <laughs> Y'all leave her. Don't mess with that one. Y'all leave her alone. All right. And they did. Yeah. And so, you know, we, I introduced myself to her. I tried to impress her, which was very difficult, the whole uh, Chinese black interracial thing. But that's been my whole life anyway. So, mm -hmm. you know. I uh, found out that she worked at Kentucky Fried Chicken down, uh, well, four blocks from the park, right? That's a good friend to have. Oh, well, that's a great friend. I'm, I'm talking yeah. bus fare broke, you know, just, yeah. you know, hanging out here in San Francisco now, roller skating in the park every day. I mean, I, I was a bricklayer, though. I, I did, uh, I, I was doing that for a while, but there was an earthquake and this uh, wall fell. And I'm like, I'm not doing that anymore. So <laughs> yeah. I'm like uh, on my army benefits and stuff like that. So... I would go down there every single day. I'm like, look, I'm going to be here every day. I'm going to come here. You got to give me your phone number. If you don't give me your phone number, I will just come here every day and ask you until you finally give it to me. Mm -hmm. And uh, one thing I noticed, you can make her laugh. You got yep. her. Yep, yep. And so she's like, hee, hee. I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> and so uh, that started. Uh, we officially went on a date in July, the tw I mean, June the 20th. 1979, and uh, I told her I wanted us to be exclusive, and she says, I, uh, don't tell my dad. <laughs> that was David Miles Jr. On the next Story San Francisco, David shares the story of how he started the Church of Eight Wheels. Part two drops Thursday, wherever you listen to podcasts. Music for the podcast was produced, performed, and curated by Otis McDonald. Original photography is by Michelle Kilfeather. Aaron Lim of Bitch Talk Podcast is our contributing producer. And the show is produced and hosted by me, Jeff Hunt. Now in our fourth season, we have more than 160 episodes available on our website, storiedsf.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you can please rate and review our show so we can reach even more folks. We love email. Drop us a line at storiedsf at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Stay strong, stay healthy, keep dreaming, and we'll see you next time on Storied San Francisco. is a proud member of the BFF.FM podcast network. Learn more at podcast.bff.fm. BFF.FM, best frequencies forever.